Welcome to Waking Up in America with Valerie Kirkgaard. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on this show are solely those of Valerie, her guests, and callers. Now here's your host, Valerie Kirkgaard. This is for you. This is for you and me. And who we see when we see each other. This is for all. This is for all the time you tried to find your sister or your brother. And you're not crazy anymore. You've been waiting at the door. And it's time to open. You betcha it's time to open. Good morning, you American State Nationals. You you are listening to Waking Up in America, dynamic radio dialogues brought to you by Key Media. Happily200.hghbreakthrough.com. Once again, happily200.hghbreakthrough.com. Brag, and that's with two Gs.com. That's the apple cider vinegar goddess on the planet. Uh, Happily200.com, the possibility of living to be 200 years old. TheConingCompany.com, the possibility of actually being able to listen and hear and receive. Uh, Sir Jason Winter T, amazing stuff. You can't say anything cures cancer, but you certainly can say that certain things make cancer um, not even possible. And uh, that's what Happily 200 is about. That's what alkaline water is about. That is what about po- creating possibility is about. It's not about repairing uh, some damage from somewhere. It's about creating a future that is damageless and you move into that future. DrValerie.com, oh my gosh, get yourself over there and sign up for a complimentary appointment. You could lose something that's been um, bugging you for your entire life in perhaps five or ten minutes. It can't actually be that simple, folks. A lot of the burdens that we're carrying around, the moment you get a different point of view and you see it as uh, something to contribute to your life rather than something that damaged you and crippled you, all of a sudden possibilities happen. Chinese have crisis and opportunity are the exact same symbol. So you can actually have the power to take all the crisis in your life and turn it into opportunity when you see it in a particular way. And you can download any of our shows at any time and share them. And if you want to be a legal beagle, take part in classes, form groups, start questioning the laws, hey, they may be legal, but they're, if they're not moral, uh, you can really make some flap about them. There's just all kinds of stuff happening in corrupt old California here. And at first I hated it, but now I'm grateful because it just shows how rotten the system is. It's rotten at the core. Governor Moonbeam does not, is definitely from the moon. <laughs> I was actually working... Uh, Paul, I don't know if you know this or not, but I had Buzz Aldrin over at the house and Lon Gibby. He's on today. We got some interesting conversation. But I, and, and, and people know Buzz Aldrin was a moon, was an astronaut, so I had him over at the house for ear coding. And recently, like within the last month or two, I heard him telling a little girl that he never went to the moon. <laughs> so... I don't know, folks. You know, they tell you what they tell you. They do what they do. There's been all kinds of moon conversations. Then you heard about the Berlin Wall, I'm sure. Well, heck, we have one Gibby here this morning um, to actually ask you to join us in a prayer, and that in prayer includes the releasing of funds to uh, Lee Wanta for the Berlin Wall. We've got Paul here this morning, who's always uh, an interesting conversation. We've got... We've got Rainy Shaman at a convention in San Diego having the time of her life. And uh, before we get into the serious aspects of all of this, I want you to know I received a postcard in the mail, and it came from Claim uh, Your County of Los Angeles Tax Refund right now. It turns out that if you're in Los Angeles County and you go to www.lacountytaxrefund.com, more information, or you call 888-643-6490, you can actually claim up to 80 bucks because the telephone companies have been busy being corrupt, too. <laughs> and somebody's putting out a distribution. So if you do this prior to the deadline, 
before September 15th, you can get an $80 check sent to you as part of a settlement because of the corruption of companies. I've been actually um, enjoying Annabon Wright, and I was trying to get her on for my birthday, and she's an expert at all kinds of corruption. So we have a, before we go to our guest this morning and our visitor, Paul, uh, Mike, if you would play Annabon Wright, let's just kind of see what we can um, stir up here. Anna von Reitz, what do I want August 13th, 2018? I wish for the return of all our assets, all our property, and for all our records to be corrected to reflect our actual political status. I wish for every American to be told the truth and given a choice whether they want to live as Americans or as Brits and I want their choice to be honored. Once that decision is made, I wish for an absolute, complete, and utter end of all further British attempts to interfere with, control, undermine, or secure any unjust enrichment from America ever again. I wish for the Roman Catholic Church to reform itself voluntarily and repent from what it has done in this country and repent the breach of trust it has committed against Americans for almost two centuries. I wish to see the Roman Catholic Church get back to being a church and actually providing unselfish service to humanity instead of allowing criminals and moral reprobates to profit themselves while using the church as a storefront for their unsavory activities. I wish for the return of all our intellectual property that has been purloined by both the British government and the Roman Catholic Church, including our copyrights and patents and trademarks and certificates and all stocks and bonds and contracts related to us, back to our control. I wish for an apology to end a release of all of the American prisoners who have been jailed and railroaded and incarcerated and prosecuted under false premises and contrived, deliberately false legal presumptions. I especially wish for the speedy release of all political prisoners and all those accused of victimless white-collar crimes and thought crimes. I wish for all my employees, whether British citizens or Americans, to remember that they are in fact employees owing me good faith service at all times and in all respects. I wish them to remember that fact with regard to the service they owe to all other Americans as well. I wish for all middlemen including bankers and politicians and attorneys who have betrayed and plundered the national trust of the American people to voluntarily vacate their positions. Those who have acted in ignorance, I wish them to be re-educated and re-assimilated. Those who are unrepentant criminals need to be prosecuted. I wish for all quasi-military positions including the U.S. Attorney General to be redirected to assist us in reclaiming and restoring our rightful government or otherwise be removed from our shores. I wish for a complete financial audit of all budgets, of all comprehensive annual financial reports, of all associated annual reports, of all public trusts, of all public pension funds, of all internally and externally managed accounts so as to validate the current status of this country's actual wealth and debt position and to expedite prosecution of those responsible for the massive embezzlement that has occurred here. I wish for the nullification of all the bogus master form line of credit deeds of trust taken out by Wells Fargo, Bank of America, and other banks against American land assets, in which they pretend to have an interest in our land in exchange for their digits entered in a ledger, and the end of all such claims and practices resulting in odious debt. I wish for the recognition and release of all odious debt worldwide. I wish for the return of all American historic trust funds and their repatriation to our people and our sovereign states, which are all trusts which have been commandeered by these dishonest banks, purloined and held under various false and weak-minded excuses including purported money laundering related to funds that haven't seen a single transaction in a hundred years and an end to all the vacuous criminality on display at the World Bank, IBRD, BIS, IMF, etc. I wish for the return of all our assets which are naturally and reasonably ours and their return to our control without any further obfuscation or argument, and those assets are to include all American gold confiscated under color at law by the Franklin Delano Roosevelt administration and other assets of ours currently held in the so-called global debt facility. I wish for the return of our portion of those life force value annuities awarded as credit and received under known conditions of fraud by Prince Philip as part of the settlement of the bankruptcy of Canada. I wish for our portion of the Economic Security Fund and of the Exchange Stabilization Fund to be returned to us. I wish for the dissolution of all titles and land trusts being held with respect to any portion of our land and soil and the return of these parcels free and clear to the people and to the sovereign states they rightfully belong to. 
I wish for the liquidation of all corporations which have been operated as crime syndicates. I wish for restitution for all the bogus foreclosures and asset confiscations that have been carried out against private property belonging to Americans under color of law, such restitution to include treble damages, return of the property seized whenever possible, all time lost, all court expenses, and a million dollars penalty for each instance to make up for grief, suffering, and unconscionable assault to the extent possible all directly payable to the living people who are the actual victims of these crimes. I wish for the rapid reform of all of the law schools and the universities and the medical schools in receipt of public funds, grants, or aid of any kind to teach the actual public law of this country and to honor it in thought, word, and deed or tenure be damned. I wish for the orderly reform and auditing of all public utility corporations and cooperatives and particularly the liquidation of the North American Water and Power Alliance, also called Water and Soil Districts, all other attempts to seize upon and mismanage public assets for private gain and an end to ruthless oppressive racketeering against the people to whom all these resources actually belong. I wish for an auditing of all public employee pension funds and so-called pension associations which have been used as slush funds for predatory investment activities throughout the United States and which are subject to seizure and restructuring. I wish that this should be done with no harm to any public employee, retired or currently working. I wish for the political parties and their elections to be fully disclosed for what they are and no longer deliberately confused with public elections. I wish for an end of criminality including an end to all attempts seeking to justify adhesion contracts. I wish for full and official recognition of the operation of law and the return of our delegated powers to our sovereign states and people. I wish for the cessation of all attempts to form commercial corporations named after the United States or any form of United States of America or any republic so as to attempt another round of the same old fraud. I wish for every country on earth, including Scotland, England, and France to cease and desist all infringement against our copyrights and our good name and I do hold these governments accountable for all their wrongdoing in this regard both past and present. I wish for the United Nations Corporation and the United Nations Organization and all related franchises and officials to cease and desist all effort to claim hegemony against our rightful national government based on the actions of the Territorial United States Congress or the Municipal United States Congress at any time now or in the past. We did not vacate our states nor did we grant any power or authority related to our state offices to the United Nations. I wish for the worldwide recognition of the fact that these pikers have been trading upon assets that they have controlled by piracy and fraud, to the extent that they have possessed or controlled them at all, and have been secretively, unconscionably profiting themselves by borrowing money and credit against assets that do not now and never have belonged to them. This is known as odious debt and I wish for all of it to be discharged and all the property and assets that have been conscripted and or pirated to be returned to the living people and sovereign states they belong to without further obfuscation or delay. I wish for the U.S. military services to be forthrightly and immediately converted to the American military services, and for anyone who disagrees with that change to be released from any further obligation to serve in any branch of service. Any such person who feels that their allegiance to the U.S. is greater than their allegiance to America, is well can be discharged whether officer or NCO, whether vested in the military retirement system or not, without dishonor and without penalty. Anyone who stays under false pretenses and who expresses any actual and material disloyalty to America after being granted the opportunity to leave our service, I wish all such persons to be subject to court-martial and immediate involuntary discharge. I wish for all military agency, and so-called counterintelligence and controlled opposition operations addressed against the American people and our sovereign states by our employees to end now and never resume. If this requires the wholesale disbanding and liquidation of the FBI, CIA, DIR, FEMA, BATF, DOJ, and other unauthorized agencies that is just fine and in line with my wish that the government in all respects be subject to the people of this country and not allowed to run amok foisting off public policies and agency regulations as public law. I wish for all the leaders worldwide who are responsible for this stinking mess to have a come to Jesus moment regardless of what their religion is and realize that the bulk of the misery that billions of innocent people have suffered is all unnecessary and is more or less directly attributable to their own dishonesty and or incompetence. 
I wish for all those world leaders and politicians who can't stand the heat or grasp the fundamentals of the situation we are all facing, Americans and everyone else, to to step down, leave, admit that you are either a skunk or an incompetent or both, and go. Leave the space open for people who do know what is going on and who do care for their countries and for the world and who will at least try to do the right thing for everyone concerned instead of dithering and snarking and standing around and looking like a combination of guilty, stupid and helpless. I wish for an end to ignorance about our government, how it was formed, why it was formed, how it is structured and how it is supposed to work. For that I wish a vast national education effort to be made to teach actual American history instead of distorted pablum. Our government requires an intelligent and well-educated electorate operating at top speed and dealing with a full deck of verifiable facts and I wish to see that result enabled as quickly as possible. I wish for all the media corporations foreign and domestic to be compelled to obey our public law and respect our right to free speech. Any media corporation that wants to come to America and trash Americans using American airwaves to do it needs to be taxed out of business on our shores and I wish it to be so, sooner than later. I wish for all National Football League owners and members and players to remember what nation they are part of and stop disrespecting the American flag and I wish for any player using our stadiums to be given the option of playing or not. I wish for the deplorable role of the Democratic Party and of political parties in general in debasing, misleading, preying upon, and betraying the interests of the American people to be fully recognized and I wish for their strict regulation along with all other lobbyists because that's what political parties are organized lobbies. I wish for all of this to be done as quickly, as peacefully, and with as much honesty as possible, with respect and compassion and the benefit of a doubt extended, without any emphasis on blame, and instead with an emphasis on making correction and rebuilding this country and this world into a far better place for everyone to live. I wish for everyone to be provided with the actual facts and for everyone to work with one accord to clean up this mess. That's what I wish for. So everyone can stop asking. Yeah, I love it. I love it. And uh, Lon is going to be telling you more about that on the show. I heard this uh, about, uh, I wanted her for my birthday. Anna has been on Waking Up in America before, and I just think she's as good as it gets. Uh, I also have President Trump in my Twitter feed, which I really enjoy. So I decided, what the heck? Anna speaks. Al will speak, too. So I decided to tweet the president. So... Here was my tweet. Back in uh, 2010, I was a member of the legislative body of the Republic for the United States of America, uh, November the 14th. Uh, and by the way, uh, he had asked how people could be so corrupt or something like that. My initial answer was because they are crooked and they don't want uh, they don't want to be <laughs> honest. Uh, there is a uh, situation which you should be aware of, Donald. And uh, dear Donald, and um, you might not be. And so I start to tell him about what went on with President Trump. Now, President Trump was the duly elected president of the Republic for the United States of America. And uh, uh, maybe later in the program or whatever, we'll get into the difference between the two and the four in, per in depth. But the basic superficial difference, in a sense, is that if you are president of the states for America, you actually, uh, the states are, are in charge of the federal government. If you are the United States of America, that means the federal government knows you and you bloody well better do what they say. So, <laughs> this tweet was written to our dear Donald with that in mind, and whether I agree with him on everything or not, I do see him as a man who loves our country and is learning, and I'll take him over uh, a pedophile murderer or so any day and I also want to say thank you Donald for um, the lowest unemployment rates of blacks and women in the history of this country thank you and I know that you had a lot to do with that and I really want your help with Lee Wanta and um, what's going on here too so we'll be sending a recording of this show through uh, Twitter to you and if you could have you or your staff would review it we would appreciate it so it was what and I was talking about being uh, re-inhabiting the Bill of Rights and the Constitution in Windwalker Ranch in November the 14th of 2010, and that was when 38 different representatives from 38 different states came, and we re-inhabited the Bill of Rights and the Constitution, which is when everything got passed over to the corporations was back in the 1800s through a series of tricky little maneuvers in which corporations were presidents. 
Well, since then, many major things have happened for this country, and one of them had to do with we want to. That was a big deal, and it's been not taken care of, not um, being honored for absolute years. So I decided to let I decided to see if I could create a link to President Trump. Now, Paul, you've actually talked to him on more than one occasion, haven't you? Um, you mean with uh, President Trump? Yes, sir. Oh no, no, I've I've never had uh, you know any significant personal contact uh, with him. Uh, I didn't even uh, mean significant. I meant you're just in his or field, aren't you? Well, yeah, I mean, I'm a federal employee, you know. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you, you, let's just say that the people on this program at this moment are in alignment, and if, if Randy was here, she would be too. What we want to do is set you up with the fact that uh, Congress actually walked out on the, um, out of, the South actually walked out of Congress back in the 1800s, and when they did that, they actually left the Constitution so that it wasn't being honored, okay? And President Lincoln at the time said, let's just pretend that they did vote for it. And since there, the emperors had no clothes. Uh, so what we've done is we've been going back and reestablishing the Constitution and the Bill of Rights. And, Lon Gibby, could you introduce yourself and perhaps... Tell people a little about your understanding and relationship with um, with Anna von Wrights. Sure. Um, my name is Lon Gibby, and I'm a documentary uh, producer. I produce documentaries, uh, media. I've owned a media company since I got out of college in 1977, and uh, get to produce content on all kinds of interesting subjects. And I've been working on a project um, for about four years now on the story of uh, Ambassador Lee Wanta. And in the process, I got to meet a, a lot of really interesting people, and including Anna Von Ritz, who's, uh, she's known as Judge Anna Von Ritz because of her tremendous understanding of history. Um, what you yeah, heard, just a little, classic. yeah. I'll look her up. Yeah, yeah look her up. She, um, she understands uh, what, what you heard today uh, again, I was listening carefully to what she... That was uh, not her voice, by the way. That was a, a, a computer-generated version of her talking, because I, I talk to her fairly regularly. She has a, a really sweet voice, and she's a wonderful lady. But anyway, yeah. I, could I could tell you that um, the information that you heard, you know, is based on history, you know, and what we've been... You know, we, everybody talk, talks about obstruction of justice and obstruction of this and that. Well, we've had an obstruction of history because <laughs> there's so much information that, that most Americans don't understand about our, our history, which has its foundation really back to sometimes two, three hundred years back. There's things that, that occurred that have a play in what's happening today. And so Anne, some of the things you heard about, Anne Van Rich was talking about, you know, when she talks about the, the um, historically based things that took place uh, Back around even around the time of our Constitution, and before even way back before our country, and it, it, it's all uh, in play today. So history is really important. We need to get real history brought into our schools and uh, the the history that hasn't been covered up. Uh, and yes, that's what we're, that's what we're talking about. Because maybe people don't, uh, even though it's been mentioned actually a little bit in the news, much to my surprise. That the money was owed and all of that, I actually heard. Well, it I've heard that. I can't verify that, but you know, I I can't. You know, again, I I worked with uh, Lee. Has been um, in my home. You know, I spent a week with him. Uh, he came here, and uh, we. I've interviewed him many times. I've served as his communication director. I still do. Um, I don't. I'm not getting a lot of communication from him. For a number of reasons, which I can't explain, <laughs> I, I can't I can't really talk about. But uh, I can tell you that, I want. that I'm not sure that uh, our entire radio audience knows what we're alluding to. What we are alluding to, the mechanisms behind how the Berlin Wall came down. And I actually met Gorbachev a couple of times uh, in the course yeah. of the years. I've uh, met Jonathan Granoff. I've been at you know. Nobel laureate conferences and all kinds of stuff. So, 
even when I was at the Nobel Laureate Conferences and, and they would say something about the United States and I would go over to them and they'd go, and I'd say, it's not the way you think it is. And we say, we know exactly the way it is, dear. This is just what we do in the public. Yeah. These are the leaders well, of the world that I was hanging out with in Rome. Wow, that's awesome. Well, so this stuff we, has been going on for a long time. And um, uh, another friend waking up in America is the Global Security Institute. And the people from there are, are working to reduce nuclear weapons. I mean, the, the fact being we're in a world where we maintain something like, God, millions, literally, of nuclear weapons. And it only takes like two or three to take out the planet. You know? Really, so, yeah. How, we, how do we get in here and how do we care this? One of the things you and I discussed, and Paul, I think you would appreciate this too, prior to the show in the green room, we were actually discussing, you know, the power of prayer things of that nature. We are at a time in space and energy where it's time for these bills to be balanced. It's time for the pedophiles to do time in jail or on another planet or however that works. Uh, Paul, do you want to comment in here? Do you know anything about, do you have any questions you want to ask? Um, Well, uh, you know, two elements are very important uh, in terms of uh, your current dialogue, and uh, Ron brought up one of those. It's fundamental, it's critical, and it's been abandoned. And uh, that is the education uh, of our youth in history. Uh, They have absolutely no sense and no knowledge of history. Otherwise, we wouldn't have uh, so many of these uh, Antifa uh, demonstrations. But the American educational system has become its own worst enemy. And uh, the biggest failure uh, is uh, in teaching history. And I think Ron brought that up. Uh, If uh, the electorate and even the young had a a better perspective of history, I think uh, we wouldn't have a lot of the problems we're currently facing. Number two, uh, in addition to education, you brought up the power of prayer. Uh, It's unquestionable uh, what can be done by prayer, either as an individual or in groups. Group prayer has a, a tremendous, tremendous spiritual force for good and for redemption and really for uh, healing wounds. In so far as uh, the pedophilia situation, uh, it's, uh, it's completely out of control. Uh, in the United States, it's out of control because of uh, the human trafficking situation. So many of the children that uh, are crossing the border are not crossing the border of their own volition. They're being grabbed along the way by uh, illegals who claim those children to be theirs. We don't have the opportunity, uh, the administrative time to validate through DNA whether each one of those children is in fact uh, a child of that illegal immigrant that's just entered. So obviously we have the separation. In the process of separation, the illegals who are here now grab those children and initiate them into the evils of uh, pedophilia and basically they sell them, but they sell them throughout the world. And of course they generate uh, you know, illegal videos, uh, child pornography. Um, in particular, the Scandinavian countries um, and Holland are are very, very complicit uh, in uh, that particular industry. So, but, Paul, the, the, uh, it's it's horrible. So, children, I recently saw pictures of were about seven, seventeen or eighteen. They were sitting there with rifles in their hands, and they were supposedly the children that were over the border. Out of the twelve thousand children that showed up at the border. 10,000 of them them had no parents. But I don't want to do a program on immigration today. I mean, it's part of the whole conversation. (laughs) I promised Lon, and what I want for our listening audience is I want them to have a chance to be in this very special August month portal. There's portals all over the place, guys. And if you think I'm just straight out of Star Trek, you know, there's part of me that totally is. And... um, there are portals on the property that I live in. There's a lot of portals and, uh, and, and vortexes in the canyon in which I live. There's spiritual places. Sedona's loaded with portals, uh, things of that nature, and they're actually <coughs> the availability of other dimensions. And 
to solve these problems that we're having, we have to move out of right and wrong, and we actually have to create the future. And Lon and Leo Wanta have been working for absolute years. Lee Wanta uh, was working with President Reagan to take down the wall. And he, how much money? I think he had to raise $10 billion or something to give to Gorbachev. I don't remember exactly well, what he used. Well, just, just to give you a quick understanding, so understanding who Lee Wanta is, he's a secret agent that worked under President Reagan. Um, he, he worked under what's called the Toten Doctrine, which goes back to Abraham Lincoln, where a private citizen is given the opportunity to um, work in behalf of the government, but retains his privacy. He's not, he's not um, in, in, an employee of the government. He's a private citizen. So under the Toten Doctrine, Lee Wanta was asked by Reagan to help get the evil empire taken down, and as you know, we were on the edge of a nuclear war that, and a proliferation that could have destroyed, and it still is it's quite dangerous. But it, back then, if everybody realized how close we were, it was amazing. But anyway, Lee uh, was given, uh, he's, very, he's a brilliant person, um, has a, a photo mem- photo, photographic memory, remembers numbers, can do math. Anyway, he was given $150 billion uh, to, and this is all in... Uh, you can go to Eagle One to Wanta, and you can read about it. It's on the website, and, and you can uh, get the book "Wanted Black Swan White Hat." White, and that. Uh, but anyway, I'm just telling you this so we have a little background. Which, what what uh, Valerie's exactly. talking about. So anyway, Lee got 150 billion dollars, and and he he with his understanding of currency and his mathematical skills and ability to do what he did, he was able to. Uh, do some currency exchanges, and uh, it helped uh, take the Soviet Union down financially, uh, and uh, basically took that the Soviet Union was was taken out. And he and part of that was uh, he took uh, ten billion dollars, uh, offered uh, Gorbachev ten billion dollars to step down, had a meeting with him, and this is all part of our story in the documentary that we're working on. But anyway, uh, Gorbachev accepted that, stepped down. And, uh, this, and the Russian Federation was formed, which, by the way, isn't the same as the Soviet Union. It's a, it's a, it's a, a different uh, organization. <laughs> a lot of people think want to try to make it sound like it's the same, same thing, but it's not. Anyway, the, the Russian Federation was formed, and uh, and then the uh, the Cold War was stopped in the Berlin Wall, and a lot of things were able to take place because of of the work that Lee did in the process as a private citizen. He did amass a tremendous amount of money because he was extremely successful. He paid that $150 billion back in six months, and then he was using the rest of the funds. Uh, that His plan and Reagan was to uh, help our infrastructure, help uh, get the country out of debt, uh, to move us forward. And that's what he was in the process of doing when he was uh, put in a Swiss dungeon in Switzerland. He was on his way to meet with Vince Foster, uh, who a lot of you know who Vince Foster was, who who's uh, allegedly committed suicide. Yeah, anyway, did Vince you hear Fo- the, um, yeah. what's what's the, uh, uh, oh god, I can't think of his, his name right now. I love him. Uh, they had him exhumed, and he has two bullet holes in the back of his head. Did you hear that one? Yeah, that's, uh, there's a whole other study of the of the report that was done on his death. But right, you, you just know, love how he yeah. The two bullet holes in the back of his head. Anyway, yeah, it's part uh, of the body it's, count. It's, it's just, yeah, it's part of that whole thing. But here's what happened, real quick in a nutshell. Uh, Lee, uh, the Clintons were asked Lee to um, participate in, you know, their, in philanthropy. So the Children's Defense Fund sounded like a good thing. Um, sounded like a, something that that Lee Lee was willing to help. So he donated. He was willing to donate 250 million dollars to the Children's Defense Fund. He had a lot of money, so he was trying to, to, to you know, to do what he, various things with that. So um, he uh, he agreed to that. Uh, Vince Foster was sent to Switzerland to pick it up. Lee was on his way to pick up the money, or to uh, to give uh, the money to Vince Foster, and was arrested on the on the way and put in a Swiss dungeon. The money did arrive at the hotels. Witnesses that I've interviewed. And uh, and the money was given to Vince Foster. He returned to Washington D.C. Allegedly committed suicide ten days later, and the Clintons have never accounted for the for the two hundred fifty million dollars. 
So that's just one one little thing in their history in the of the Clintons. But again, I want to interrupt you here for a minute because there's a parallel yeah. thing that went on. As I was mentioning in the tweet to President Trump, <clears throat> we actually met in Windwalker, Utah, in 2010, November 14th. And we actually re-inhabited the Bill of Rights and the Constitution for the United States of America, and all of that is filed, actually, in the Hague. So we already have a legitimate government that's not being recognized. Uh, on top of that, with yeah. Tim Turner's big crime, as far as everybody was concerned, he is now in a Louisiana prison. Uh, the same thing happened to him that happened to Leo. He goes... He he has a multi-billion dollar settlement against the court. He goes to collect it. They're waiting for him, and they arrest him, and they stick him in Marion State Prison, and his exit date is sometime in 2028 now from the Louisiana Lower Security Prison. And he's been in yeah. prison for five years, and his crime was is that they owed him money. So yeah. uh, I, I'm glad Lee isn't in prison. I wanted these two to be parallel because I wanted you to notice, you in the listening audience, you, you right over there, I want you to notice too, that this is not, this is how this country oligarchy, or whatever you want to call it, manages anybody that disagrees with them. So, we're reaching well, the one, and no, you're, I no, believe you're, you're we're right. to the end of the money bags here. Have you heard any of this conversation, or Paul, have you heard any of this, about Chinese money bags, that kind of thing, have you heard about this? Well, uh, let's separate uh, when we're talking about uh, the fall of the Soviet Union, the financial machinations that took place and the political pressure and the economic pressure and the technological pressure that was placed on the Soviet Union. Uh, those are uh, mutually exclusive causalities. Uh, the, the financial machinations made a contribution uh, to the fall of the wall and the dissolution of the Soviet Union, but it was only a small part. And so far as the role played by the Chinese at that time, it was absolutely minimal uh, because they were having their own internal problems uh, because of the uh, legacy of Chairman Mao. Uh, the amount of money uh, that the Chinese put in uh, to try and redeem the situation and save the situation for their own own benefit uh, didn't amount to more than a few billion dollars. Uh, oh. More important was the activity that uh, Ron, uh, you know, finished uh, discussing. Yeah, no, that's really interesting. Yeah. Uh, Lon, weren't you saying that um, Lee, the man that made all this money, has been living below the poverty level? Well, yeah, you got to understand that when when Lee was put in the Swiss dungeon, he was there for 134 days, and uh, they tried to poison him, uh, gave him some bad some cheese, and he gave it to the person in the next cell next to him, and that person died oh uh, from eating the cheese. <laughs> anyway, they, they they tried. There was all kinds of things they did that he was tortured and a lot of. But anyway, he was released after 134 days and, and allowed to go back to New York. As soon as he arrived in New York, he he had to see another. Uh, 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 he had to appear at a court there to be released and so when he was released he walked out the door and the state of Wisconsin immediately arrested him and he was uh, he spent 11 years in jail in Wisconsin on trumped up charges on uh, 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 he said that the state that he had a civil matter where he owed 14,000 in taxes so, uh -huh. <laughs> so they, uh -huh. that's how they were able to keep him in the and Tim years, is and still in, folks, and if you want to find Tim, James Timothy Turner, you can yeah. look up the Bureau of Prison yeah. Records, and you can get his inmate number, and you can write to him in Louisiana now, and I bet he would just love it, because that guy is in uh, working with the Lord inside the prisons now. <laughs> so, um, uh, Ron, what's, uh, what's, yeah. the, what's the site where uh, the listeners can uh, go to to get uh, you know some perspective on, on Lee and the whole... Uh, uh, financial uh, acrobatics that took place. You can go to uh, Eagle One. It's spelled out just like the word Eagle One. O N E T O Wanta. W A N T A. Eagle One to Wanta. Dot com. And uh, if you go there, there's a 10 minute preview of the documentary we're working on. That, by the way, has been sandbagged, but we're still working on it. 
they tried really hard to stop the, this production. Okay, can but, you repeat? Can yeah. you repeat the website for me? It's Eagle e- 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 Eagle One. And by the way, Eagle One stands for Reagan. By the way, that was his code name. Eagle One Two. Eagle One, one. spelled out, or just the one numeric? It's spelled out completely. Eagle One. E A G L E. Okay. O N E T O. Wanta. W A N T A. Dot com. And, but uh, you had something you wanted to do on this show that we were talking about when we were conversing early in the week. And one of the things that we wanted to do was make the listeners aware that we're, we are revealing and energizing and creating futures for people that need to be healthier. And we believe that uh, it's time to, when you pray for Lee Wanta, if you can do that with us today, you can, it, it's a reflection for all of us. Because we well, I, yeah, we no, gonna... no, you're. Right. No, I was going to just say that yeah, you know, prayer. I really like what uh, Paul said, and I agree that prayer is so important. Uh, and when people unite in prayer, it really does help. As far as as Lee, again, God willing, he's had all these years. He still has his funds have not been released, and and when they are released, um, it would be it's going to be a difficult thing because. You know, there's a lot of people trying to get their hands on those funds, and they want to use them for different things. But so it's. What if we're the they that want to use his funds for different things? Well, they're the ones that've been using them for different things. You understand that um, you have to go back in history again. Everything that was going on right now is a history lesson. So if you go back in history, what happened in 1913 when President Woodrow Wilson allowed the Federal Reserve to be formed? Uh, and that was unlawfully formed uh, as a club, basically, a group of financial people, some from Europe, by the way, and they formed what's called the Federal Reserve. Okay, so that Federal Reserve, yeah, the Federal Reserve, by the way, um, is, I call it the non-Federal Reserve because it's not federal. (laughs) I mean, it's a great name, FedEx. Okay, (laughs) it's not a reserve, it's not a bank, and it's not federal. How's that? And that's the I'm, not, I'm not the only one saying that. I mean, that's the that's the absolute truth. I'm sorry to have to tell everybody that. Isn't it's it a clearinghouse? Yeah. yeah, and uh, they've been allowed to manipulate and move money, clear it out, put it into people's hands who they feel should have it to generate fees and interest off of that. So it, it gets bounced around. I mean, one minute it goes from one group to the next, one bank to the next. But anyway, they have a lot of control. Uh, over over this entire thing. That's if you want. If you, the root of where Lee's funds disappeared, it was really based on my my feeling after my research and study in this, and the documents I've read. Is Federal Reserve is in control of that funds and continues to this day to manipulate that, move it from one place to another. And who's controlling the Federal Reserve? Look it up, study it, find out for yourself what it is. You um, want to? There is a book. Yeah. <clears throat> What's that? I'm asking you to. I don't want to run out of time, so that we you know, give people the background and give people the background. Can you include everyone that's listening now and in the future? What happens is this is so cool. This show gets recorded this morning in Albuquerque, New Mexico, and then it starts to get bicycled around. And we've got listeners literally in almost every country in the world. It's really fun. <laughs> in the Ukraine, well, we actually have one listener. So we hope. Around uh, in, in France, sometimes sometimes we'll get like twelve hundred listeners in one country, and you'll know that somebody put it out or a platform or something of that nature. So you have the potentiality of creating a pair that a prayer that echoes into the universe. And Paul and I would love to be a part of that with you, and I believe our listeners would be too. What is the best possible future that you can see happening? And that what well, I would call that the prayer. Well, my my prayer, and I loved what Anna Von Ritz said because all the things she had to say was so true, and uh, there's so much that, to that. But I would say in, in a prayer that God's will always needs to be done. You know, regardless of what we think needs to be done, uh, you know, and what we'd like to see happen, it's really a matter of, of God's will and timing, okay? So my prayer would be if it be God's will and the timing's right, 
that those funds could be released for the good of, of the people of the United States to uh, and help our constitutional republic return to where it needs to be and uh, to be able to provide infrastructure, technology, ways for us to improve our lives uh, through the use of those funds as opposed to going to somebody's personal bank or put into uh, uh, evil designs. So I'd like to see a good prevail and win uh, at this point to help all mankind. And uh, the release of technology that's been stifled for 50 years that we don't have available to us because the petrodollar and other things, this could unleash, if that money was released, uh, when it does happen, and if it's God's will, it could really change the entire world because it would, it would start a chain reaction of good. Things happen. Yes. Funds be able to use, okay? So that would be my, my prayer. Portal and the blood pr- moons and all of the different things. And I would add to that that, uh, that we're able to reach out and take care of each other. I would... I, I was... <laughs> So many great people have been here on Waking Up in America. I'm still struck by Tippi Hedren. Uh, we actually had Tippi on a couple weeks ago, one in uh, Paul, and, and we were talking about how um, Alfred Hitchcock had threatened her career if she wouldn't sleep with him. And she said, not only did she say no to him, one of the things that she said is she's a very clear person. She said, I never gave anybody any reason to think that they could do that. And I started thinking about not that we invite certain things, but because we don't take care of certain things, that sometimes that occurs as an invitation to be taken advantage of. So there are no invitations to be taken advantage of here. My prayer, or part of my prayer, is that the men and women of this planet get their brooms out, they clean their houses, we polish up our lives, and we create our grass being green, just as green as everybody else's because this whole thing about the grass is greener on the other side of the fence, the whole thing is to create jealousy and things of that nature. And uh, one of the things that's really special here uh, is that when we're in the quantum field, we can actually get and make requests and have them honored. And uh, a funny story, a very short story on that is that a friend of mine was leaving for a trip and she gave me this really incredibly beautiful pair of tall boots that weren't my size. And I said, I don't want to just hand these to the Goodwill. I want somebody to come over that will love these boots. And I put them on the staircase, and a woman came over to visit me, and she looked, and she goes, and mind you, this is about two hours after I said that. She goes, what beautiful boots? And I said, what size are you? And she walked off with the boots. Now, that may sound like a small thing, but that's actually how the quantum field works, okay? So if we... If we erase our fears, build our courage, move into the future, and we claim our dreams and visions, if we meditate, if we do that by running or cooking or being silent or whatever we do, put all these requests into, into the possibility of the future because when you create possibility, all this other stuff starts to fall away. We're literally like a planet beginning to um, shed its skin. And one of the things you may or may not have noticed there's a lot of earthquakes and things of that nature happening, and you're, we're going to have a readjustment. And uh, our prayer is is that what falls away is what needs to fall away. What's seen is what yeah. needs to be seen. <clears throat> what is um, possible is it's, what's possible is love. The basis of the whole thing, the frequency, the highest frequency on this planet is the frequency of love. Now, it's there all yeah. the time. The love cool. is there all the time. But doubt, fear, consideration, and anger and separate us from that. So my prayer that we become connected with the prayers of the, of the planet. And Paul, would you like to add to the prayer, and then we'll have the listeners join us. Well, uh, you know, I'm in, I'm in great support uh, of the prayer. I uh, certainly appreciated the extensive uh, recitation uh, that we listened to. Um, it, it, and it was, it was enormous and covered uh, a colossal, colossal amount of territory, uh, and so I join in any prayer <laughs> group or individual uh, that uh, is going to, uh, you know, assist in righting the wrongs that we're looking at right now. 
Well, silent prayer has never worked too well on radio because people will tune in and think that they're, they're, they don't <coughs> know that something is going on. Uh, and they, yeah. they should yeah. correct. So, well, we're going to, one of the ways to get prayer into frequency is to hum. So what we're going to do is, starting right now, we're going to hum for one minute. I just like to say that prayer of a few good people uh, means a lot, and there's so many good people out there, and mm-hmm. everybody uh, needs to realize that we live in really good times. I mean, it's, there's, it's the worst of times, but the best of times. I mean, we have so many good people on the earth, and so many people that are trying to do what's right, and um, so it's a great, great time to be alive. I and, agree. Uh, Paul, closing words. Ron, uh, when will the uh, uh, documentary on Wanta uh, be released? <clears throat> well, they we have. Uh, I I can't answer that question. I, I hope minute. soon. We haven't had the funding to get it done. And I gotta I, go we, here. Uh, we got one minute. The, We're ending the up. The person so that was funded. Thank you for being here today. Uh, please share the information that you're hearing. Share the prayer. We have put it into the universe, and we have traveled it out there on an ohm. We have. Uh, a past of many, many, many great people. It would take me an entire minute and a half to read all the people that have been on the show. Uh, and you're here and we're connecting. And make connection and resolution and power and possibility your future. Instead of looking at what's frightening you, look at what inspires you and move into the inspiration. It's the time to do that. And it's the money back year actually has to do with when certain things are supposed to be funded, and we are nearing the end of the money bags year. So different fundings for the San Germain Trust, for various trusts that are happening, should be coming out this time because we are supposed to be funded to actually recreate the projects to re-inhabit the earth in a way that will have people be joyous and happy. Tom Cohen and I are putting together a product project for Saudi Arabia in which we turn the refugee villages uh, back to Eden. So. Look in your life, see where you can make your grass greener, and see where you can contribute to going back to Eden. And thanks for listening. Ask people to share this program, and keep us in your prayers. Thanks for listening. And you're not crazy anymore. Thank you for joining us today for Waking Up in America with Valerie Kirkgaard. Waking Up in America can be heard live every Wednesday on voiceamerica.com and Valerie welcomes all emails at heavenincorporated.com. This is for all you knew, pouring through, now your heart is open.